All right. We have a short crew this morning, so I'm not going to... Um, sometimes when the, the room is fuller, then I feel like I have to do church, but we don't have to do church today. Um, do we? Huh? No, I know, I know people online, you're like, you're not going to do church? Well, 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 we'll catch you guys in a sec, and we'll move the, the camera around uh, so that we can see it. But I was thinking, uh, at least when, uh, when I was getting started this morning, that maybe we'd circle, circle up and uh, do small church today, since we're looking like a small church. You're all looking at me like, what? I have no idea what you're talking about, but we're going to do it anyway. All right. Well, I'll rise. And uh, ushers, please help me. We're going to circle the chairs. And, and we're, we're going to take, let's take a moment out. There, there's some people visiting with us this morning. We want to say hi to you. And so go ahead. Uh, you, you, you can't hide in, in our church, especially today. So we're going to meet and greet you. So everybody, go, go ahead and meet and greet one another for a minute. And then uh, let's figure out how we're going to circle these chairs. I'm not going to preach to you today. I want to uh, talk through this scripture a little bit more uh, as as my reflections of it. Um, So I've been stuck for the last few weeks on this concept of making the most of every opportunity, which also is translated in 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 some uh, regard. uh, Some some translations uh, do a great job of saying redeeming the time. So the translation means to redeem the time, which means to buy it back. Now, we know that time is one of those things that you can't get back. Everybody knows. You know, I, I wish looking at the, at the little ones is like, I remember when my kids uh, were, th- were that age. It's like, I wish I could have that time back. Uh, and you can't get that time back in the natural, but you can get it back in the spirit. And one of the things that, that Paul ma- makes mention of here is the redeeming the time. And it's the ability for God to take the past and turn it to the good. And so I've been stuck on that all week, be, uh, just thinking about how God takes the things that are a lot of times broken, things that are messed up in our lives, and, and instead he turns them to good. And so I want to encourage us, especially, you know, with the, the coronavirus season, and I don't like to, I, 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 I'm getting to the place where I don't want to mention it because it's, it's just, it's, it's such a sad tale, uh, of, of what, what's happened to our soul in the midst of it. Uh, because a lot of times people have been isolated from one another. People have, have lost hope. Uh, in certain areas, like, well, I, I was hoping to do this, or I was hoping that life would be like this. And, and, and so, uh, but I really felt like the Lord was saying, he wants to redeem that which was lost. And he, he's, he's already purchasing it back for us. And I want to encourage us that if we've lost hope in certain things, or we lost track of certain things, uh, to trust that the Lord is going to redeem those things in, in our lives, and in, in the lives of those that are around us. Now, um, so we talked about uh, in your, the other side of the page. This is what our verse was last, last week. It's, it says, be very careful how you, then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Uh, therefore, don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. 
Don't get drunk on wine. And then we go to our verse. So it's understand what the Lord is, this verse 17. And then we move to, here's what the Lord's will is. And he says, don't, don't allow, you know, getting drunk with wine. It's like, well, some of us here is like, I've never been drunk on wine. Some of us have been drunk on wine. Uh, yeah, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of different ways for God's plan for our life to dissipate out of us. Uh, some people, they get drunk with wine. Other people, uh, other things, you know, that we get drunk with work. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, but, but it's those things that, that sap our life that he wants to restore. And so he brings us this, it's really, when I look at this, it's more of a list of things of how to keep your, the Holy Spirit energized in your life. All right? And so uh, the, the first question I, I, I ask on our paper is, what are the things that, that take away from your life? What are the things that zap your life? And you guys can be participative here. It's seminar style today. What are some things that drag you down, you know, that, that sap your life? Anybody? Go ahead. We'll just call it out. Well, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but as mothers, we always worry about our kids. Ah, that's a life zapper. No matter how old they are. I'm speaking for my own. Uh, you, you worry about them, and, uh, but the word says that worry uh, makes you immobile, but concern makes you to move to action. So when you're worried, you just find out what's going on with them, and uh, then you stop worrying. <laughs> and then you can pray. <laughs> that's what me. That's good. Yeah. No, that's good. It zaps you. What zaps you? Well, I no. think um, <clears throat> what is what is zapping me? I think most of all is uh, the situation in our nation. Uh, you know, the politics of our nation and. Uh, you, you almost don't want to hear the news because it's, it's all bad. And, but inflation, the prices of, uh, of gas for oh, wow. while. We used to go for 100 bucks, get about three, three bags of groceries. Now for 200, you get three bucks of groceries. Of groceries. And just uh, the, the economy right now, uh, I'm retired. And, you know, all the work that I do is in my backyard, you know, working in the garden. Mm-hmm. You go on and now and buy a sack of fertilizer that I used to get for two bucks. Now it's six dollars. And, and, and then you can't water it. Now. So you have the things with, with, with the, the world is sapping you yeah. and the news, which I always, ha- I, I always have a, a solution for that. You just turn it off and all of a sudden the, the world is, is happy again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy, you're, you're, in, tr- you're in trouble. It doesn't change the gas price. It doesn't ga- change the gas price. No. But you look at it and you go, look how much I'm saving now. Yeah. Because <laughs> it used to be $6, now it's 5 and You're like, how did I get into that? Well, Maureen, you had a thought? I, well, because I, 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 heard, I heard you. What is zapping you? Okay, wow, that's amazing. I, okay. Um, when I. When I look at my daily life as a grind, mm. uh, from the Holy Spirit perspective, that is zapping me all the time. Uh, I feel tired, I don't feel like doing stuff, but when I feel grateful from the perspective of the Spirit, then I realize, oh, I'm, I actually have the privilege to be assigned this task of my daily life, so I can do it with His strength. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very, um, 
like again, my default is I feel grinded every day with the daily lifestyle. But as soon as I get into the spirit or allow myself to be in the spirit, then it changes. I wish that part is more often than than that. <laughs> well, so and, that, and yeah, no, but that's that's a perfect because. When the Bible's trying to encourage us to do the things that will keep us from getting zapped, or if we are zapped, that we're able to fill up, which we might as well go to our, the second part, because we, we all get zapped, right? There's a lot of things that zap us. We got our, the economy. Uh, sometimes people zap us. Uh, sometimes people around us, not church people, they're, they're all good, <laughs> but sometimes family members, oh. Uh, but what, what the Bible's saying here is that we are to be filled with the Spirit, though. And, and I, don't, I don't know, I, I want to I take this in the Spirit because the things that zap us most of the time are natural things. Now, I'm not saying there, there aren't spiritual forces arrayed against us, but it's the natural things that we don't see. And God wants us to fight or fill from a spiritual perspective. Like even when we just said today that I'm thankful for something, something starts to lift us up when we're going, oh, whoa, whoa, when I'm thinking about what God's done for my life or what's happening that's good in my life, then I'm energized. And when I think about the economy and how much money is coming out of my wallet, then I'm, I'm, I'm not energized anymore. And so, uh, so Paul, Paul, obviously speaking to people thousands of years ago, had the same problem. And he was saying that, uh, don't let the world suck this life out of you, but instead he gives us this kind of prescription. He says, speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Now, th- that, that's kind of an interesting thing, and I just want to translate it from my own thing, is that we need each other to encourage one another, Right? And it, it, he talks about psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And, and uh, it, so from, a, from an Old Testament perspective, which is the only Bible that, that Paul had, uh, he talks about psalms first. And psalms are, are mostly David's stories of trials with victory. Come on in. <laughs> Come on in, Jamie. Gotcha. Of trials with victories. And uh, uh, you can read, I mean, there's 150 of, 150 songs uh, that mostly were, were written by David. And, and a lot of them start, start out, life is a bummer. Life stinks. Life is terrible. And then somewhere in the middle of his song, it says, but God, uh, you, you know, and, and he starts to, starts to rehearse the, the power that God has in his life, and it turns everything around. In fact, I wanted, uh, um, looking, for my, looking for my phone. I guess I could use my Bible. I do have a Bible. Uh, I, I have a Bible right here, but I'm so used to using my phone Bible that I'm like, whoa. Um, let, me just, let me just read one, a short one to you. Because the pattern that we need for each other is that we know that times can be difficult. Everybody knows that, right? But we need each other to remind our, each other that God is, is going to do a great thing. Um, I, I was kind of read, reading through, and I'll give you a short one. Uh, Psalm 20, this is what it says. Uh, 
May the Lord answer you when you're in distress. How many, how many need that word of encouragement? If you're in distress, may the Lord answer you. Yes, I'm praying for you. And when you say that to people, I'm praying for you, all of a sudden they're like, really? You are. Or, you know. And a lot of times we'll say, I will pray for you. Um, make sure if you say I will, that you do, okay? Uh, and, or uh, I always do the caveat, as the Lord leads me, I will pray for you. And know what's funny about that? The Lord, he doesn't forget like we do. He's like, remember you were going to pray for that guy. I'm like, oh, that's right. I am praying for them. Okay. I'm going to preach through this one. Okay. Uh, May the name of the uh, God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept all your burnt offerings. That's the old, old way that they used to worship God. Okay. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will shout for joy when we are victorious, and we will lift up our banners in the name of the Lord. Now I know that the Lord saves. He answers those from heaven. Some trust in chariots and stuff of the world, and some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord. Oh, we're getting, getting better sound here, too. Oh, we can't hear us online. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that happens. Come and join us. Okay. Uh, so... So Paul, he, he, Paul starts and he says, I, I want you guys to encourage one another. That's basically what he's saying here, okay? And I, I'm, I'm praying that today, before we leave, if you're being challenged by something, that you reach out to another person. And you don't have to say, encourage me, but because we know that that's what we're supposed to be doing, that you would encourage one another, okay? You guys with me? All right, so far so good. So he says, speaking to one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Uh, there's, there's two things here. It's when he says speaking to one another, uh, there's another translation which I thought was interesting. It also can mean speaking to yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, how many know that if you're waiting for somebody to come along and encourage you, you might have to wait all week, right? You're like, boy, I can't wait till Sunday. Maybe somebody will encourage me. Uh, But the Lord wants to encourage us as we encourage ourselves in the truth that God is on our side, that God is with us, all right? So, um, So you can encourage yourself with a song. And one of the reasons that we sing here is to help get those words into our lives so that when we need to be encouraged, we can encourage ourselves. Okay, um, so encourage one another uh, with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And I wanted to read something to you guys, uh, a little bit out of uh, the Lord of the Rings this morning. You're like, what? Oh, I saw somebody brought the Lord of the Rings here. Uh, you know, was it your sister? Oh, that was you. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, now, you know the writer there was, was a very solid Christian, and the themes of the book are, are very Christian, but... Uh, there's, there's an articulation in there, and I was, I was uh, thinking about it um, from Samwise Gamgee. Uh, he says this about life. He says, it's, it's like the great stories, the ones that really mattered. You're living in a time like that, full of darkness and danger. So most of, most of us are having, you know, we're, we're trying to get, make our life so comfortable And we forget that life is meant to be lived, right? Okay. And sometimes 
you didn't want to know the end because how could the end be happy? How could the world go back to the way it was when there's so much bad has happened? But in the end, it's only a passing thing, this shadow. Even darkness must pass. The new day will come, and when the sun shines, it will shine out clear. Those were the stories that stayed with you, that meant something, even if you were too small to understand why. But I think, Mr. Frodo, I do understand. I know now folks of those stories had lots of chances of turning back, only they didn't. They kept going because they were holding on to something that there is some good in this world and it's still worth fighting for. I, I love that little line because it, it reminds us that we all want to turn back from time to time, don't we? We all want to like, ah, this is, life is hard. Have you had, anybody had any difficulties this week? No? Okay. But we need one another to say, the story isn't finished. It's not written yet. Don't turn back now. Go for it. All right? So rule number one, I'm going to have you guys encourage one another. Maybe not read passages from Lord of the Rings this morning. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go on because we're going to come to the table of the Lord this morning. One of the biggest ways that we can fill ourselves with the Spirit, and we talked about it this morning, is by being grateful. Uh, because grateful, being grateful does a number of things for us. First of all, it keeps you in the present, right? When you're grateful for something, if I said, what are you grateful for? All of a sudden, you have to return to the moment and go, oh, I am really grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for the job I have. I'm grateful that, that I have five bucks to spend on a, on a gallon of gas. <laughs> if you don't have five dollars, then somebody needs to encourage you. Okay. Um, yeah, it has. I know I got for under five the other day, and I was like, I'm a winner. All right. Uh, gratefulness also reflects on God's faithfulness. And I don't know about you, but the fun part of getting old is now I have history of how God got me here. And all of it's a miracle when I think about it. There's no reason for me to be in the room this morning except that God had brought me here. And so it's, it's, when we connect to gratefulness, we also connect to his faithfulness. And there's nothing more powerful in our life to remember that God got me to here, so tomorrow the things I'm concerned about He's going to carry me through there as well. Um, gratefulness also just and reminds us of just how far we've come. Uh, if Just think about your life a couple of years ago. <laughs> Some people were stressed out about what was going to happen next. I remember I was. I remember we were closing the, the, church, the school. We were closing the church. We weren't closing. But I was, I was thinking, how do, we, how do we get through this season? And then watching the hand of God as he provided so many different things, people, resources to get us there. And so I, I want us to, um, we're, we're going to come to the, the communion table this morning. And I wanted to, uh, us to just take a moment to, to think through what you're grateful for uh, this morning. Uh, the communion table reminds us, let, and let's go ahead and we'll just pass out the elements this morning. It, it reminds us 
that the greatest thing that we can be grateful for is the work that work of, of Christ on the cross, that he restored our relationship with God by what he did there. And that's what we celebrate. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is easier, isn't it? Huh? Oh, nice. Yes, it is. It's flowing a lot better. It's flowing a lot better. <laughs> Not as awkward. Now it's funny. Uh, we we only we only take communion at our church normally once a month, and uh, it, it's interesting that when I, I was speaking with one person, they and they said, uh, "I love it, that it's communion Sunday because God always fills me up when when we when I take communion." And then another person says, "God always heals me." This is what I heard this morning. God always heals me. When we take communion, and and I, and another person says God does miracles when we take communion. Now we know there's nothing magic about these elements, but there is something significant about them, and uh, it's it's great for us to take have the time to take and do a little bit of reflection and a little bit of gratefulness before the Lord. And, and I, I love that. So this is what we're going to do. Um, let, let's just t- take a moment to pause. And, uh, and we have a moment between you and God this morning. Let's just, let's just be quiet before him. Many of you have already expressed your gratefulness. And just want to, in, in your own prayer before the Lord, just say, uh, Lord, I, I do thank you for this. And at first, we, we usually our gratefulness is something temporal, but then we start thinking about the bigger things. I think people like people in our lives, family, what God does to fill us up. Lord, we want to thank you for these things. But then also, uh, Jesus, as he was uh, talking to his disciples the night before he died, he was commissioning them. And I want to encourage you, uh, we talked about encouraging others. One of the best ways to feel good about yourself is when you encourage another person. And so I I pray uh, as part of our communion time that you would see yourself as a person that God has called to be an encourager today and throughout this week. Uh, So many people are down and hopeless, forgetting uh, that God is faithful in their life. And I pray that as God gives opportunity, uh, that you would become the encourager that they need uh, to take the next uh, steps in their life. And then as we come, the the big picture here, Paul reminds us, he says, uh, 1 Corinthians 11, 23, he says, For I receive from the Lord that which I pass on to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, there's there's that gratefulness again, he broke it. I always like to break my 
my cracker before I eat, <laughs> before I take communion. Reminding that Jesus, he didn't take the easy way, but he took the hard way for us. He broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this as you remember me. The greatest thing we can be thankful for is that Jesus died for our sins. Uh, all the foolish things we've done, all the broken things that we've accomplished in our life, God restores and redeems at the cross. And by taking this communion, we say, yes, yes, Lord. Thank you for your salvation. Thank you for your forgiveness. And thank you for the restoration that you call us to have. And so, Lord, we are grateful that you've done a great work. And so with that, we take this cracker, this bread, and we thank you for your life that you've given us. Let's go ahead and take the cracker this morning. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Uh, the cup represents, the, the, the covenant is his will for us. And it's as he died, he passed on life to us. And uh, I don't know what area of your, your life you feel like has been getting zapped out. But as we come to the table this morning, this cup represents the life he wants to give us. And so, Lord, we say to you, impart your life to us by your Holy Spirit. Fill us again by your Holy Spirit so that we might walk more closely with you. Thank you, Lord. Let's go ahead and take the, the juice this morning. Thank you, Lord. Father, thank you for your life, the fellowship we share with one another. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that fills us. As we launch into our week, we pray that you would show us the ways that we get zapped and turn to encouragement, to song, and to each other. Uh, to stay filled this week so that we can be all you desire us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our time is concluded for this moment. We have lunch that is, is prepared for us so that we can hang out and encourage one another if you have time. Uh, if you have any prayer requests between now and then, uh, make sure you share with someone because we love to pray and watch God move in our lives. So without further ado, God bless you. Have a great day. For those that are online, if you can hear me through the floor, 
Um, have a great day. We miss you. And if you're camping and watching this, uh, go back to whatever you were doing and have fun. Okay. We're signing off. Okay. Thank you all for joining us this morning. This was fun. Uh, at least it was fun for me. This, I hope yeah, it was fun for you, too. Wonderful. The circle, okay. Josh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger circle. <laughs> <laughs> All right.